Hey there, Sunday Night's Main Event listeners. Coming up next, another sample of one of our podcasts. Yeah, we're more than just a weekly wrestling review show. Along with that, we do podcasts each and every day that can be delivered to you directly into your podcatcher by signing up to our Patreon. It is only $1 a week at patreon.com slash SNME radio. And you'll get podcasts like the next one. Smackdown. It falls at the end of the week and sometimes it's forgotten, but we have got you covered with our East Coast dads. Yeah, both of these gentlemen are from Nova Scotia. Yes, they are dads, and we call them the Smack Daddies. Reviewing Smackdown every week. A sample is up next, and if you want to get this review and each and every day get another review of Pro Wrestling, sign up patreon.com slash SNME radio. But now your Smackdown review with the Smack Daddies. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, SNME Radio proudly presents its reigning, its defending, its undisputed East Coast podcasting tag team champions of the world, Brad the Dad McKinnon, Greg Father Feltham, the Smack Daddies. Hello, friends. Hello, special friends. Welcome to the SmackDown Review brought to you by Sunday Night's Main Event. I am Brad the Dad, as Mr. Big Voice said. He is Greg Father Feltham. Bless you, my son. And we are your Smack Daddies, and we are doing a special pizza pod. So we are going to start the clock right now. Hold on. And 30 minutes, go. All right, we will be done this podcast 30 minutes or less, or the podcast is free. Oh, wait, the podcast is free. It is. So what that that isn't really uh, a clock we really have to worry too much about tonight. Yeah, but we're still wanting this to be short because WWE uh, cut us short tonight by giving us something that was obviously like cheap reheated something. Like, yeah. I don't even know. I had a delicious supper tonight made by made by a chef, which I have most Friday nights uh, right now during the, the program I'm running at work. And it was just one of those things where at the end of the night, the chef comes to me and says, okay, you know my strategy. And I'm like, yes, chef. So he makes out, we have seven, eight counting me dietary issues. So he yeah. makes meals, he makes the meal for everybody. And then he has eight meals that he makes. And he makes them, usually some of them are mix and match a little bit because there's Gluten-free, dairy-free, vegetarian, vegan. A lot of that stuff you can you can combine. But what he does is he makes all of our meals, wraps them up, and then places them in a warm oven so or in a keep warm oven and make sure that they're hot. And then in order to give them a little boost, he'll put them in the microwave one at a time. They're all labeled the whole bit. And he's like, at the end of the day, microwave's not working. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds like... And then all I could think about this whole time we're watching SmackDown, after I got the replacement microwave and put it in my car, got home in time, rushed home so I could watch SmackDown. So finished my work at 10 and 9, stopped at the Walmart, got the microwave in Cold Harbor. Drove to my house after I got the microwave and some snacks for my retreat tomorrow. And I'm rushing and I'm laughing. We're This was such a, like, a week-old reheated SmackDown. It was that that this was the epitome of your your week. 
the epitome of my week. It was like the microwave isn't working. And it, you know what it was? It was a week old reheated SmackDown that was heated in a microwave that was only sort of working. Gotcha. That's probably the most apt description of SmackDown I've heard in a long time tonight. For this episode of SmackDown anyway. Normally, those of you, we are very positive. We really like SmackDown. Most weeks we give you the, but we're not going to lie to you. No, we're not going to lie to you. This was cream crap. One one match show. There is one yeah. really good match on the show that I recommend if you haven't watched it and you listen to us, you're out in the morning, out and about. Uh, we're going to post this as soon as I flip this to Boris. Hopefully he'll post it relatively quickly. So you've got lots of time to watch this before, hear us and watch SmackDown before Crown Jewel. Watch one match. We'll yeah. tell you before this podcast is over. But Greg, other than that, anything exciting happened in your world as the clock is ticking? Not really, not really. Been a busy week, and we're we're gonna talk some SmackDown. We're gonna preview Crown Jewel tomorrow. We're gonna tell you what's coming up on the feeds um, in in both the next week and in the coming month or or month and a half as we look forward to the end of the year. And um, with that, Brad, I think let's get started. Let's talk about episode 1,210 of, uh, sorry, 1,211 uh, of SmackDown. Sorry, from St. Louis, Missouri, because I made notes last week that said it was 1210 and 1211. So it is 1211 right. tonight. Right, but 1210 and 1211 were filmed together, and this felt like the leftovers from 1210. I so as our patrons know, when we talked about it on the show last week, I went to a raw taping in Oklahoma City back in October when they were there. I happened to be there for work, and it was three hours plus main event. So, I mean, it was a decently long night. And I just think about these four people who sat through two for uh, two hour sessions of SmackDown, four hours of TV, plus. Um, you know, superstars, whatever that had to be taped as well. This was a long night for those guys. Okay, Greg, you're being generous. There was three hours of SmackDown filmed. Yeah, all right, fair, but <laughs> this this last hour, this last two hours was filmed in an hour with the with the recaps. Yeah, okay. All right, you're not wrong. Okay, match number one of the night. Uh, after we get the entrances, we have Liv come out, make her entrance in her uh, Chucky-themed gear. We hear about this throughout the match. She's wearing her Chucky-themed gear because she was on Chucky. Did you know that? Uh, didn't realize, didn't care, and this was skippable. And when Greg uh, is this bitter, it's because Sonya Deville is on her way to the ring. Exactly. All right, so very simple, straightforward match. Liv gets a kendo stick. She hits Sonya with it. Sonya eventually fights it from her. She hits Liv with the kendo stick, puts her in a combination, either a camel clutch or a cross face with the kendo stick. Liv drags herself basically halfway out of the ring before they that gets reversed. Uh, Liv gets the kendo stick, hits her so hard, hits Sonya so hard three or four times. The kendo stick explodes. She looks like a psychopath looking at it. Liv grabs, uh, grabs a table. Crowd goes wild. Sonya cuts her off. Sonya gets booed by putting the table back in. And Liv does a couple of dives to the outside. They fight her on the outside. Somewhere in this, we get a crappy commercial right in the middle. And we come back, shockingly, Sonya's got Liv in a chin lock. Liv fights out. Sonya cuts her off. Sonya piles up a bunch of chairs in the ring. 
Liv fights back. It looks like we're going to get a suplex. Nope. Instead, we get a power bomb. Liv still kicks out. Eventually, this leads to oblivion in the middle of the ring. There was a lot of violence. These women worked really hard. But boy, this match was sloppy. Yeah. The, the, it's putting lipstick on a pig, this match was. the time, Every time she dives through the ropes, it looks like Liv's toes catch the tip of the ring and she almost face plants. Yeah. And Sonya Deville, God bless her. She's a good wrestler, but like she's dealing with Liv, who just the way she threw Sonya into the ring corner, the way she dropped on the chairs. Like if Sonya is not hurt, it's a small miracle. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. So here's the problem I have for you. Liv is a push talent. Why? I don't know. I, I I don't know. I I'm still struggling. Um I like sorry, this is gonna sound very shallow and piggish, but I don't care. She's not like she's not unattractive, but she's not like the most attractive woman on this roster. There's way more attractive women on this roster and way more talented women. Why is she in the spot she's in? Yeah, um I I I don't know. I, I really can't answer that question. All right. So uh, on the board, you feel free to comment on this. Um, on the When this gets posted in the thread, why is Liv Morgan over? And I'm sure we're going to get a bunch of gifts of her butt or her something. Like, I have no idea. I'm, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. This is the beginning of what I'm going to call the recap war. So recap number one. <laughs> and that is the recap of... Uh, Emma's return from last week. Yeah. Okay. Emma is in the back. She talks about how she got all tingly and she she could feel her heart pumping and she needed to prove something. Zia Lee comes in for some reason, basically says, the only thing you proved last week is your week. And Emma says, well, first of all, I was fighting Rob Ronda Rousey. So fair. And secondly, and then Emma just smashes her in the face. Sure. So what is this leading to? I don't know. I'm not even sure I really care if I'm being honest with Emma and where this is all, all going because uh, last week seemed so long ago. All right. We get recap number two, which is Logan Paul's show and his announcement that he it's uh, that his brother Jake's going to be in his corner. And then we get the obvious Michael Cole weird voiceover. Great. Then recap number three. Which is um, a whole a lot about how Logan Paul and Roman Reigns ended up in a match. Yeah, it's what, that we get to see over and over and over. And if you watch the pre-show tomorrow, you'll get to see this all over again. Okay, we have Ray and Gunther walking. I see title match main event. Don't don't tune out. God, please stay on because we need ratings. Um, again, not Rico- wrong. Ricochet in the back. He's talking. Uh, it's a picture in picture during his entrance. He talks about how LA Knight likes to talk and we're going to see how well he can talk after I knock some of his teeth out. Commercial back from commercial. Guess what, Greg? What, what do we get, Brad? Recap number four. (laughs) This is a highlights of the Viking Raiders, more random Viking imagery with the priestess blessing them. Bahala waits, Greg. That it does. That it does. And a little less um, graphic than last week's uh, 
um, vignette. So yeah, the smack son could have watched this. That's yep. my son could have watched this and not hit puberty. Um, Matt, <laughs> match number two of the night, Ricochet versus LA Knight. So if you were to recap this in two sentences, what would you say happened? Um, LA Knight trying to get over to win. I, 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 listen, I can summarize this in two sentences. Ricochet does incredible flippy things that looks amazing in the ring. LA Knight uses his plotting offense to get the win because that was pretty much it. I read, I, I had like 10 notes on this. It was always Ricochet hits this, it's this amazing, like a flip of a kick or something, a moonsault. And then LA Knight stomps and punches him. And eventually the whole finish leads to the worst, like it's a, a roll up. Ricochet's got LA Knight. So LA Knight grabs his tights, rolls all the way through, and not only does he have a handful of tights, he grabs the he grabs the middle rope and yeah. wins because the referee's an idiot. Yeah. Yep. That's about right. So Ricochet is a jobber. Dropping the J bombs this early. It's okay. This match, Joe, is not even serviceable. Nope. I I I can't argue with you because I, you're not wrong. This is, I mean, great that, you know, Ricochet defended his on off-screen girlfriend, partner, whatever, in Samantha Irvin. But, um, sure. Oh, wow. Uh, I forgot. I thought he was dating uh, Casey Catanzaro for a while. Was that over? I don't know. But he Apparently, he's dating... Uh, Demating or dating the ring announcer, so yeah, good for him. That's a good reason. I was gonna say, listen, those ring announcers, they they seem to stick it out. I mean, you got uh, Bray Wyatt, who we'll talk about in a second, and he was dating a ring announcer who now they have kid together. So Uh, maybe Brandy Rhodes and Cody. Uh, I was gonna go with that one too. I mean, so it happens. So uh, secret to dating a wrestler: become a ring announcer. I was going to say, I'm just curious as to, you know, who Mean Gene was dating back in the day. Or not Mean Gene, sorry. Oh, that was really bad. Um, um, we, we know who Mean Gene was dating. It was Moolah. No, no, I meant the Fink. Oh. Um, mm, uh, I'm going to go with the other one. All right. Anyways, Sami Zayn is in the back and he's talking about how Roman's going to win. He's going to take out Jake Paul. And the Usos are on their way to become the longest champs, tag team champs of all time. Once they take care of the Brutes, they're going to be well on their way to the record. And we then get Jay saying, yeah, we're going to go to the ring and call them out. And Jimmy's kind of nodding his head. And we're going to tell the Brutes how what we're going to do to them on the PLE. Then we get Sammy going, whoa, 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 you're not supposed to go in the ring. You know, we're supposed to play cool. And then finally, uh, say, you know, Jay, Jay talks him, you know, kind of talks some smack. Jimmy looks at him and says, you know, he's, he's right. And then they leave. And the greatest part ever, my dogs, my dogs, Sammy Zane, Sammy Zane. I was going to say, last week, he got everyone to, uh, you know, chant Usi. This week, my dogs. Well, and don't, those Usis are coming. They are. All right. The, we get another, I don't know, another little clip where it shows 
Ray and Gunther and they queue up the IC title match. We then have Bray pacing in the back. This this is a bizarre Bray promo. Yeah. So Bray's in the back. He's talking about how it's very hard when people are, to hear himself and especially when he needs a focus. And then you can hear the production guy in the back and he makes some noise. And he literally walks over to the guy and says, hey, man, I just, you're doing your job, but come on now. You know, I mean, you give me that feeling like when somebody cuts me off in traffic and you just might want just 30 seconds to load with them, 30 seconds to square things up. He can't stand. He can't think. He hates what he's the way he's thinking, the way he's feeling right now. And he gets all up in the production guy's face and he's raving. And he says, what I want from you right now is an apology. I need you to have an apology. You messed up my promo. And finally he says, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And the production guy looks really upset and he goes, get out of here. Get out of here before I do something. And you can see in between all this, Bray's getting these weird cut-ins and he has this inner turmoil. We have the cut-in, like the weird Bray Wyatt cut-ins with the masks and the face and the, the weird symbols. So Bray Wyatt has some inner demons and one of those inner demons can jack a tight and draw on and cut promos. Yeah. I actually thought this was going to go entirely different. When the PA was walking in behind him, he had a box. I thought inside the box was going to be a mask. I thought we were going to get a reveal of a mask or, hey, this was delivered for you or something to tie this together. This didn't work for me. Where was the, I I mean, I, I didn't look carefully enough and maybe there was a QR code somewhere in this. I don't think i saw a qr code i mean everything was just kind of thrown in it's like they're just throwing stuff to the wall to see what sticks well right now they're just trying to crank they needed a promo from brady to put in the can so they can promote that he was going to be at crown jewel yeah all right usos come out they're in the ring get ready for the promo the fans chant the the bloodline is in your city and the bloodline are history makers. They're going to be the longest reigning chance. Oosie, oosie, more chance. Jay says that they, the twos, and the brutes, or sorry, the, the, the brutes are the twos, and we are the ones. That leads the New Day to come out. The New Day says they're going to, they're cheering for the brutes. They want the, they know that they're going to, you know, they, they're going to win. And if they don't win, we got next. And, the Brutes are behind. We get a double team on the Usos. Sammy and Solo make the save. Usos hit stereo super kicks and splashes, and the Brutes are left lying. Okay, Greg, I only have one question for you. Does this totally telegraph, given the fact that we're going to have a match between the New Day and the winners of this of the Crown Jewel match for the tag titles? Like this telegraphs that the Brutes are just jokes, right? Yeah, I think so. Why are they not having the New Day wrestle in Saudi Arabia? I mean, you could have easily have turned this into a three-way match, right? Or, yeah, and then the Brutes still take the pin at at the pay-per-view, and then the New Day comes back and says, we weren't pinned, we get a match, and then we have the same match next week. Yeah. Okay, that makes too much sense, so that's why we're not getting that. The only thing I will say is this promo at least made sense in the fact that it promoted... Both the the New Day wanting to stop them from getting the streak and the Brutes match on the weekend. Yeah. Fair. So it made sense and it wasn't a waste of time. 
No. But it was filler. It 100% was filler. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where you understand why they're doing what they're doing. You understand that you're getting filler, but you recognize that, hey, at least you're making the filler good. All right. Ray's in the back. He's getting ready for his promo. He talks about how WWE is in his blood, and he tried to share that with his son. And now he's going to show his son that you never give up. You never quit. He's going to give him a different example. He can still feel the chain, the pain of Gunther's chop in his chest, which is hilarious because he said from last week when it's like, yeah, of course you can still feel it. That was like 45 minutes ago. And he realizes that the pain in his chest, he's going to use that to focus him and to fuel him. And he's going to cut Gunther down to size. This was a like as on a Ray Mysterio scale. This was great. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was one of the better Rey Mysterio promos we've had in a long time. Well, unfortunately, from that, we go uh, to Shayna and Ronda coming out before the commercial as we come back. Oh, boy. We get another recap. Recap number five, <laughs> which is showing how Natty and Shayna ended up on the wrong side of each other, which sets up Natty and Shayna Baszler. This is another one. Natty basically gets a tiny little bit of offense. Shayna out-wrestles her. Natty will get one strike, one brief flurry, but Shayna out-wrestles her, beats her down, and puts her in the Carafuda clutch. And then after the match, at the prompting of Ronda Rousey, she just knees her right in the face. And Shayna's a killer again. Shayna's a killer! Shayna is, in fact, a killer again. So what's this leading to? I mean, in a perfect world, it would lead to, you know, the uh, the four horsewomen of MMA versus the four horsewomen of wrestling. But that can't happen as Maria Shafir is with another company. So, yeah. Oh, come on. Now, you don't think Tony would do them a favor? <laughs> uh, well, you, I was going to say, uh, just like WWE sent the uh, people to uh, Billy Gunn's birthday party this week. Oh, but I'm bumping. All right. We then get recap number six. That is the recap for Carrying Cross and Drew McIntyre and how we got to this match, this blood feud in a cage. Yeah. This one was long. It was really, really, really long, and I'm not. It was, and I'm. You know what the best part is that it's over. No, that you get to see it twice tomorrow. That's true. Once in the pre-show, once just before. If they mm. do a recap that good, and you're watching it the night before on SmackDown, it's why we said you can go through. We then get oh boy, uh, recap number seven. Let me try that again. Recap number seven. <laughs> there we go. We got the Joe Joe sound effect right that time, and this is. Um, Showing Alaska, Alexa and Asuka winning on Raw. Yep. If you want a detail on this recap, too, that's what, uh, well, it was Boris this week and Joe who did the Monday Night Raw review. Uh, that was true, yeah. It was, and those are would be free if you're a patron, so you probably already heard it. If you're not a patron, um, patreon.com slash SNME radio. And for a buck a week, you can do that. We'll plug more at the end. Okay, <laughs> this is even worse. MVP comes out. He basically says they basically set up a match because Omos beat four guys. So Braun wants to beat five guys. Those guys don't even get to the ring when Braun just runs them over. He chases MVP around. He breaks his cane and he power slams him twice in the ring. Yeah. Great. I guess MVP's cleared. I would assume so. 
Gunther cuts a promo. He talks about, he makes fun of Ray for losing his son. And he's going to show him that one thing stays the same, which is that Gunther's still the champ. And at this point, I started the show after making my run for the microwave and snacks for my retreat tomorrow, 45 minutes late. And I was caught up. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I watched this damn thing live, Brad. I suffered through this. Uh, yeah, you are a much better man than me. We got seven minutes left on the timer and we're setting up for next week. We are getting either the Brutes or the Usos versus the New Day. We're going to get the SmackDown World Cup and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Santos Escobar, which leads to the uh, Santos, the Legado del Fantasma promo. I'm not re- keep recapping this. It was fine. It was cool. They showed all their blitz and their gling, but like, yeah. it was just another one. Like these promos are getting formulaic after three. Yeah. Santos talks. Selena talks. They basically both say the same thing, which is that this is the best merger ever, and they're gonna win everything. And meanwhile, they're one. They're one and one on SmackDown. But right. All right. Main event time. Ray versus Gunther for the IC title. Ray gets the crap kicked out of him, including chops and being stomped on his throat until we get to the commercial. Back from commercial, Gunther is still beating up Ray and he barely gets back in the ring. Gun- Ray does something really cool. When he tries to get slammed by Gunther, he holds on to Gunther and eventually Gunther tries to turn into a small drop, but that turns into a crucifix bomb by Ray. Ray gets Gunther into sleeper. They fight out. That leads to the second commercial. Ray gets a little bit of a rally. He has some of his flippy stuff. Eventually, Gunther counters a powerbomb by Ray, but he gets hit with a terrible hurricane rod from the top ropes. Ray tries to turn something else into, or sorry, Gunther tries another powerbomb, but gets turned into a sunset flip. Ray tries to hit the flog, frog splash. Gunther misses. Big drop kick into the corner. Powerbomb. Ray kicks out this time. Ray counters another powerbomb into a 619. But this time, Gunther comes out, hits a big boot, and literally drags Ray Mysterio up from the from the uh, ring. From the eight, he, like, he's lying on his back, and <laughs> Gunther pulls him up with one arm and hits him with a clothesline with the other arm and knocks Ray out. Like, dude. Yeah, that was, that was rough, yo. On the other hand, cool ending and when we said this was a one match show that's it it really was one match you were good okay so let's make let's do our hulu review fast so we can go through the the ple so basically uh, i think we're in agreement we cut everything do we keep the only question i have for you based on what you said we're cutting everything like literally everything except for we're keeping Sami Zayn and the usos in the back yep are we keeping the beatdown of the uh are we keeping that beat down with the and the new day stuff and the Usos? Nope. Okay, that's what we do. And then we're keeping the main event match. Yeah. And I mean, you could even superstars that a little because I mean it was 18 minutes, 18 seconds. Gunther should be destroying Rey Mysterio just based on size alone. You could pick it up from after the first commercial break mm-hmm. and watch it from this from when they come back from commercial one, right through to the end. Like Yep. But even then, it's yeah, the last 30 minutes of SmackDown. If you really are excited, and you know what? I will give you what to do. Next tomorrow, Greg, instead of watching okay. pre-show where you're gonna see all the same recaps as always, you could have turned on SmackDown 
and and said, oh, what should I watch? Oh, I've listened to the Smack Daddy's podcast. I'm going to just watch the last 30 minutes of the show and the fun uh, funness with Sami Zayn. Yeah, which should be on YouTube. All right. So the so basically you got about 25 minutes of SmackDown. Replace that with the uh, pre-show and you're all set. Okay. And so we are, what are we using for our pre, because we have four minutes left. What are we using for our preview when it comes to are we on wikipedia i already got wikipedia pulled up uh start from the bottom match eight alessa bliss and oscar your champions versus uh damage control who's winning this one brad i'm gonna say that damage control is getting it back really hot shot okay i'm gonna keep alexa and oscar on this one uh then we got the usos versus the brawling brutes for the um, undisputed WWE tags. Is there any way the Usos can lose? Nope. All right. All right. Moving on. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a last women's standing match. So I'm going to go Bailey because I think that Damage Control is going to have all three titles. That is distinctly possible. Um, Braun Strowman versus Almost. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. are you Bailey or Bianca? Oh, sorry. Uh, I hate Bianca Belair. Um, so I I have to go Bailey. Oh, I was thinking you were gonna pick Bianca despite yourself. I was setting you up for that. No, no, no. I can't even do that. Bron- uh, Bro, oh, Bron and almost in the bathroom monster- match of the night. The monster match. The uh, Prince. <laughs> so I listen. Please be less than five minutes. Please be less than five minutes. Please be less than five minutes. Braun. Well. In Saudi Arabia, that really could be a graveyard smash. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in steel cage match. Okay, so how are they going to cover Scarlet other than in a brown brown sack? Fair. Okay, uh, Drew's got to win this, right? Like they're not putting Karrion over. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably. I was going to say instead of letting Drew McIntyre win in his home country, um, you know, they'll give him the win in Saudi. Um, all right. Well, Brock versus... And, and wait, wait. And insert the requisite joke about uh, a cage match in Saudi Arabia. And well, at least Elimination Chamber got moved to Montreal. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley in a singles match. Um, gosh, I really hope Bobby wins, but I can't see um, Lesnar losing any more this year. So it's got to be Lesnar. I would agree. Um, all right. We have... Can we call that the heart and head match? Because we our heart says Bobby, but our head says Brock. My heart does not say Bobby at all. Oh. I'm 100% Brock on this. Okay. Yeah. I, I, was, I was making a heart and head joke. It's, a, it's Saudi Arabia again. <sighs> all right. The OC, uh, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson versus Judgment Day. Uh, Balor, Priest, uh, Dom Mysterio. Um, With Rhea Ripley. With so, Rhea Ripley. Rumor has it there may be a re-debut tomorrow yes. in this match. Is it Selena Latina? I don't think so. Oh, who's going to be in their corner then? Uh, maybe Mia Yim. Oh, well, that would make sense. Mm. Too bad her uh, husband is signed in a long-term contract. Yeah. Um, so who's winning this one? OC or Judgment Day? I think if the OC pull out a female uh, wrestler to have their back, that they they have to win. Yeah. Do we see Edge come in here? Oh, maybe. Does Carly better? Oh, maybe Beth Phoenix and Edge show up. Could be Beth Phoenix and Edge showing up into this as well. That could be the woman to help them. Uh, 
So Carl Anderson's definitely not going all the way to Japan before this to defend his title. Yeah. Well, okay. And oh, wait, wait, okay. Last thing before we get to the main event, uh, there's also the almost uh, issue at Saudi Arabia. What's that? Well, they almost had it canceled because of the threats. Oh, yes. The Iranian attack concerns. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Okay. In the main event that nobody thinks is going to be anything other than a squash, Roman Reigns with his bloodline versus uh, Logan Paul with his brother, Jake. And we just hit the 30 minute mark. So quickly. Uh, Roman. Uh, Roman. So no surprise there. Uh, I heard this was, I think it was 500 to one or 5,000 to one, something stupid for the, for the bets against Roman. Yeah. So if if you have money to burn, bet on, bet on, uh, bet on Roman reigns. But if you think, you know, if you, if you're got 20 bucks to gamble and you're like, Hey, I'm going to gamble. Why are you betting on wrestling? But yeah, vote for, you know, bet on Logan Paul. 20 bucks could make you a lot of money tomorrow if Logan somehow pulls this out. Yeah, very much so. Okay, time to plug some shows, Brad. So um, obviously you guys are getting us for free this week. On the Patreon this week, uh, if it hasn't dropped already, will be the Rampage Ramble with Boris running it. Uh, then after that, you will get the flagship show on Sunday, Mike McGuire breaking down the week with uh, Dave Meltzer and other guests. And he's got a interview this week with some of uh, the people from Dungeon Wrestling. I can't remember who he said was on the show this week. Oh, uh, my memory is even worse. Yeah. Monday, you're going to get uh, so Tuesday, you'll get Tuesday Morning Cooked, which is a raw review. You'll get NXT talk, obviously the NXT review. Um You'll get the you'll get a, a review for Dynamite, and you also get Bam Borsamat Weekly, which kind of covers the plethora of wrestling and sports. You get trivia, you get music, and every once in a while you get bonuses. Like our dark side of the league guys will come in and do the uh, an AEW recap for the month, and apparently we have a new monthly show called The Table, where you get an interesting in depth look at something like the indies or podcasters gathering together or all kinds of cool stuff that Boris is cooking up. So those are the shows you get them every week. patreoncom radio. It's about a buck a week, and yeah, you get literally ten shows. I. Yep. A dime a show we uh, we at this point? I don't even know. Uh, and, of course, as being a patron, you get to participate in the after parties. There's after parties coming up for Full Gear and Survivor Series. So log on patreon.com slash SNME radio. Sign up there and you will be invited. Uh, you can still watch for free on the youtube.com uh, searching SNME radio, but you can't participate in it. Um, not 100% sure yet what's happening December 10th because we have ROH Final Battle and NXT Deadline that night. So uh, there's we're still trying to figure that one out and seeing who's covering what, but uh, we'll be announced that in a little bit. And of course, don't forget, you're in ballots. So if you're a patron in November or December, uh, you'll be getting a link to participate in the uh, best and worst shows for 2022. So make sure you sign up again, patreon.com slash SNME radio, and we will uh, make sure your voice is heard in that show. And most importantly, at the very end of the year, um you'll or so the end very end of this weekend you'll also get a crown jewel review so oh yes of course yeah so we almost forgot that that usually we do our pay-per-views are 
um, after parties, but this time being that it's in the middle of the afternoon, you'll get an after cast. So it'll be a yeah. podcast that comes after pretty much right after the show from the sounds of things. Uh, some of our crew is going to bang this episode out tomorrow. Um, who drew the short straws? Uh, not 100% sure. Boris, maybe me, maybe someone else. Don't know. We'll see. Uh, I know you are busy this weekend, Brad, so it's not you. Um, but uh, we'll we'll see. And uh, anyway, one way or the other, you will be getting, I, I of course forgot, after we just reviewed uh, or previewed Crown Jewel, you will be getting the Crown Jewel aftercast that will be coming to you uh, tomorrow, uh, late afternoon, early evening, uh, in the North American time zones. Anyway, assuming that assuming that they're allowed to have the show and there's not some something that happens in the news, you know, those were the rumors this week. And you know, hopefully, most importantly, I really hope everybody gets home safe tomorrow uh, from this show and that everybody you know can enjoy the show if it happens that it happens safely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, we're, we're over by probably about three minutes, so I think that's it. We're just going to say thank you for listening. We, you know, thank you for sampling us, and we look forward to. Well, we'll be back here next week, and hopefully, some of some more of you, some of our special friends, will become some of our regular friends. So yeah, that that's it from us. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Crown Jewel for those who are watching or if not getting our, our aftercast. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye, my dogs. We the ones. My dog. So there you have it. That podcast can be delivered to you each and every week right into your inbox, along with all of our other podcasts from Sunday night's main event. We're not just on Sunday nights. We're on each and every day, and you can listen on demand. And along with our wrestling podcast, we also add in a weekly three-hour trivia show that I host on Terrestrial Radio across Canada. And we also add in Dan the Mouth Levransky. Well, he loves two things in life. One is wrestling, and the other is music. So we have Dr. Mouth's Rock and Roll Lunch Party for you each and every week as well. Because you know what, guys? There's more to life than wrestling. For all of these podcasts, sign up at patreon.com slash SNME radio. Only $1 a week. Hey, it's a pretty good deal. Patreon.com slash SNME radio. Don't you dare miss it.